Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. I am Rafael Di Furia here on behalf of Marco Permunian and his team at ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. We just wanted to share just a little disclaimer, an extra disclaimer at the beginning of this video to let you know so that there is no confusion that in this video, even though at times we will refer to people who are of Italian descent, that in this video, we are not going to be talking about Italian citizenship by descent. We are going to be specifically referring to Italian citizenship through residency. And yes, that does include some cases where a person may be of Italian descent, but not eligible for Italian citizenship through Jure Sanguinis. Anyway, I think it's about time that we get started with the rest of this podcast, so here it goes. This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by Italian Citizenship Assistance. Com. I am here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian, head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance, and I am Rafael Di Furia, and today we are back to talk a bit more about the Italian citizenship process. But today, we wanted to dive a little bit more into something that we haven't really spoken about so much here, and that is Italian citizenship through residency. There are a few different uh, paths to Italian citizenship by residency, but let's first touch on Italian residency for a person who is of Italian descent. Maybe so, Marco, what is the situation for someone who is of Italian descent? What differs for them than a person who would be uh, not of Italian descent? First of all, let me start by saying that we are talking about uh, citizenship through residency. So an application for Italian citizenship, which can be started after having resided in Italy for a certain amount of years. So we're not we're not talking about uh, Italian citizenship by descent, which is a process that people go through. Um, I just wanted to specify this for, for our audience that uh, th there is a major difference between the two types of citizenship. Uh, in one case, um, it's citizenship by descent, so through ancestry, and in the other case is citizenship through residency. So citizenship that you can apply for after having resided in Italy for some time. And speaking about citizenship through residency, there is a quicker path for people of Italian descent who don't qualify for an application for citizenship by descent. So in other words, if you have Italian ancestry and you have been residing in Italy for three years, you can start an application for citizenship through residency. So based on your years of residency, in Italy. So the requirements are that you have spent in Italy three years full-time, so, and by full-time I mean at least six months a year, and that you are of Italian descent, but only if you have Italian parents and Italian grandparents. So it doesn't work uh, for people who have Italian great-grandparents. So people who have Italian parents or Italian grandparents who have resided in Italy for three years, they can apply for citizenship through residency. And once again, just because 
I don't want there to be any confusion. We're not talking about an application which can be started by people of Italian descent who qualify for citizenship by descent, so Eurus Sanguinis. Those people, they don't have to have to reside in Italy. They can file an application in their home country if they meet the requirements. And those people can apply for citizenship by descent if they have Italian parents, grandparents, great-grandparents. There is no generational limit. So in this episode, we're talking about citizenship through residency, meaning the, the people that we're referring to are the people that don't otherwise qualify for citizenship by descent and choose to spend some time in Italy to acquire citizenship through residency. I'm assuming that the answer to this question will not only apply to people who would be of Italian descent but not eligible for Iure Sanguinis, but also people who are trying to get uh, Italian citizenship through residency through, various, through other various avenues. But how would that person get to Italy originally so they could be able to legally establish residency? What would that take? So the first step of this process is relocating to Italy and there are several ways of relocate to Italy. In, in all cases, you need a visa to be able to enter the country and, and actually continue residing in Italy. So let's say that the f- very first step is looking into a visa which will allow you to stay in Italy uh, for the amount of time necessary to be able to file the application for citizenship through residency. Any type of visa will work. So you can apply for a student visa, you can apply for a for a work visa, for a self-employment visa, for an elective residency visa. Whatever visa allows you to go to Italy and just stay there until you have spent there the amount of years that are necessary for you to be able to start the application process for citizenship through residency. But then moving on a little bit, uh, what would be the other avenues of getting uh, Italian citizenship by residency? Because we've spoken about people who are of Italian descent, but cannot get citizenship iure sanguinis. What are the other groups of people that exist in the eyes of the Italian uh, government? So there are two other major groups of people. Uh, The people who are EU citizens. So if you are an EU citizen and you have resided in Italy for uh, four years, you can apply for citizenship through residency. And once again, we're talking about full-time residency. And by full-time, I mean uh, six months and one day every year. So these EU citizens who, by the way, don't need a visa to be able to relocate to Italy, after four years of full-time residency, they can start the the application process. And the last group of people would be the people who are not of Italian descent and are not EU citizens, so basically everybody else. Those people, they can apply for citizenship through residency after 10 years of of full-time residency in Italy. So I'm thinking, I don't know, like a Japanese citizen who relocates to Italy on a visa after 10 years, that person can apply for citizenship through residency. And so we've gotten to the point of that the ten that the these are the the three years, the four years, and the ten years. These are the minimum amounts of time to, uh, 
that a person would need to reside in the country before being able to apply uh, for citizenship, correct? They wouldn't just automatically get the citizenship at the end of that period. Exactly. At the end of that period, you can start the application process. By the way, there are certain requirements, and those requirements are um, having an income and being registered with the anagrafe of a municipality or multiple municipalities for the whole time required by, by the law. So there is a minimum income uh, that you need to have in Italy to show that you can support yourself. And normally they want the uh, documentation related to this income for the past three years. And the second requirement is that you need to have been registered in the registry of the population of one or more municipalities for the time required by the Italian law. So let's take as an example uh, the first group, so people of Italian descent. Not only those people, they have to have resided in Italy for three years, but they have to be able to document it in the way that the law requires those people to document it is they have to provide uh, documentation from one municipality or multiple municipalities showing that they have been registered in the registry of the population of this or those towns without interruptions for the time needed. So if you simply relocated to Italy but never registered yourself with, the, with this registry that I just uh, referred to, uh, basically that time is not counted. Uh, also, if you have been registered with the population of one municipality, but then you forgot to register yourself with the population of the second municipality when you moved, also you have to start over counting. So you have to be very careful that when you, when you move to Italy uh, on a visa or without a visa, if you are an EU citizen, if you don't register yourself with the anagraphy office of one or, or multiple municipalities, uh, that time will not be, unfortunately, will not be counted. And just moving on, uh, beyond, though, the residency time requirement and actually making your residency known to the Italian government, making sure that you are registered properly with the Italian government, what are the other requirements or are there other requirements that are in place for a person to be able to actually apply for Italian citizenship? Yes, so there is a newly introduced requirement um, introduced in 2018. Similarly to uh, citizenship through marriage, also for citizenship through residency, it is required that you speak Italian. So you have to provide a linguistic certification proving that you can speak the language and the certification um, should not be uh, more than two years um, old. So among the documents required are the um, documentation related to the income, uh, the documentation that you get from the municipality showing that you've been registered with the population for a certain amount of years, and the linguistic certification. Or you also have to provide um, your birth certificate, um, your marriage record if you are married, uh, of course, all the documents need to be legalized and translated into Italian. And for 
the people falling in the first category that, that we spoke about, so the people of Italian descent, those people also have to provide, of course, documentation proving that they are of Italian descent so that they are legally allowed to file the application sooner than, than other people. Um, so the Italian government wants all the documents uh, going back to the Italian-born ancestor who, like I said, necessarily have to be either a, a parent or a grandparent for the citizenship through residency process. And at ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com, when you help people to go through the process, gathering these documents for somebody who's applying for Italian citizenship, Yure Sanguinis, versus um, applying for Italian citizenship, the residency, because of their ancestry, does that change anything on the back end for you guys or the types of documents that you need to get uh, or the types of certifications that will be required for that person? No, not really. I'd say the process is actually uh, identical. So from the back end, we do collect the same exact documents which would be required for an application for citizenship by descent. And just to clarify, is that all that's required? If a person has met all of these requirements, are they ready to proceed with the, with the actual citizenship application itself? Yes, at that point, a person can start the application process, uh, which means... Uh, once you have all the documents, once you have resided in Italy for the amount of time required, you can actually file the application. The application needs to be filed at the local uh, prefettura, which is an Italian public office. Um, actually, the application is submitted online through a website made available by the Italian uh, Ministry of Interior, and then you go to the prefettura and actually hand over all the original documents. Um, at that point, if all the documents are in order, um, the application starts to be processed. And under Italian law, the maximum processing time, so the time that the Italian government has to process your application and approve or deny your application is four years even if uh, in most cases it doesn't take that long. But by law, the Italian government has up to four years to process the application. Um, but anyways, when you um, when you become an Italian citizen, you get a notification in the mail um, where by which you are invited to appear in person again uh, to uh, take an oath. And that's when you officially become an Italian citizen. And at that point, you can also apply for an Italian passport. So you mentioned that a person would receive the notification of their ability to take an oath for citizenship, but is there any way for a person to actually follow up with the process online, or is it really just a waiting game at that point, waiting for the mail to come in? No, actually you can follow the progress of your application in the same on the same website uh, where you submitted the citizenship application. So you log onto your account and from there you can follow the progress. Actually you can be uh, you will be notified through that website of the several steps of the process. So when the application is just submitted uh, and then you see that the application is being uh, processed and then you see that the application is at its final stage. So you can actually see a very uh, detailed summary of the application process. 
And before you were mentioning that the process for Italian citizenship, uh, the application for applying for citizenship before a person um, will receive their invitation to take an oath could take up to four years. But in your experience, how long does it normally take for a person uh, to get this letter in the mail that they can go and take their oath? So the thing is, the law just changed and the processing time was increased from two years uh, to four years just recently at the end of 2018. And that was due to um, the very high number of people uh, submitting citizenship applications. So you mentioned that at the end of 2018 that the law had changed here. And as some of us know that in Italy, it's not uncommon for laws to change, and it does actually happen quite frequently. But when we're talking about a process that potentially could take up to uh, 10 years for one of the basic minimum requirements for a person, I can imagine that could be concerning to some people that the laws potentially could change again. Uh, in your opinion, do you believe that there is any potential or possibility that sometime in the next few years or any time in the near future that those rules could change again? Uh, there actually have been talks about changing the law again. So the government has been talking about uh, potentially reducing the uh, maximum processing time to two years and um, removing the language requirement. Uh, that has to do mainly uh, to the fact that when the law changed at the end of 2018, the members of the Italian government were from uh, two specific parties, uh, Lega and Cinque Stelle, and now we have uh, Lega, I'm sorry, Cinque Stelle and uh, PD. So. PD and Lega, they have like opposite views on the matter. So that's why they're talking about changing the law again. And hopefully that will happen. It would be a really good thing for people seeking uh, citizenship through residency and, and by marriage. Anyway, thank you again, Marco, for coming to clear up some of this process and to talk about it and to shed some light on what the situation is actually like for people going through this and uh, adding in your extra little tidbits that you have to share about uh, Italian citizenship. Uh, we've covered a lot of ground, so I think this will be a great place to wrap up. And of course, if anybody is interested in getting Italian citizenship and seeking some assistance with the process, of course, Marco and his team are available to help you through that, you can go to italiancitizenshipassistance.com. And if you are interested in hearing a little bit more about what life is like living here in Italy from somebody who is an expat and a dual citizen, you can check out my channel, youtube.com slash where I talk about some of these things from a just kind of day-to-day -day life experience perspective. And of course, thank you all so much for joining us again for the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by Italian Citizenship assistance.com. This, of course, has been Marco Permunian, Italian attorney and head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance.com, and I am Rafael Di Furia, and we will see you all next time. Thank you. Bye.